With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starkville, and Tupelo. And Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. That's where you go to get your easy-go golf car for the house, neighborhood, farm, hunting camp. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Go see Benji Nelson and the team right here in Madison or on the Mississippi Gulf Coast or in Memphis. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Steve joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. We've been talking about Jeff Levy for an hour and a half on the show, the pros and the cons. And I'm going to give my theory again, and then I want to hear what Steve has to say. Uh, Zach Selman decided to go for youth, offense, enthusiasm, and excitement over head coaching experience. And Mississippi State people are losing their mind because that's usually what fans do. Eventually, they gravitate to the higher. This is a massive youth movement in Starville. Selman, 37. Jeff Levy, 39. Um, I thought that he would go sitting head coach, um, especially with what's happened as of late. And I was wrong. People kept saying, it's Jeff Levy. And I said, it's never who you you think it is because of the tide Oklahoma and so on. Well, by damn, Zach Selman hired Jeff Levy. Steve Robertson, do you agree with kind of where I went with what Selman decided he wanted over head coaching experience? Yeah, I think so. And I'll be honest with you, in the beginning of this search, that was really kind of the talk is that they wanted to get a sitting head coach and kind of bring some people in. But, uh, yeah, you can't be surprised in other aspects because, yeah, tremendous amount of ties to Oklahoma, which is where, you know, someone's from. It's where he cut his teeth as a as a young person, literally and figuratively, but also, too, as a college administrator. And you go back and look, I mean, Levy was a signee of Bob Stoops, got injured and spent four years as a student assistant under Stoops. And uh, that last year he worked with Josh Heifels. When Josh got the job at Central Florida, uh, he hired Levy. And so, 
you know, Selman's got a couple of guys that uh, have done some pretty big things in college football uh, over the years as a sounding board, you know, with Stoops and Heifel having worked directly with uh, with Jeff Levy. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, the concern, there's, there's positive and negatives to all this, right? I mean, the positive is the guy knows how to score and has scored at every level uh, no matter where he's been. You, know, you worry a little bit about after what State's gone through with Zach Arnett about being able to run the show, you know, being able to uh, to kind of work through this. Now, to be fair about that, you know, Levy's coached a lot more football than, than Zach Arnett has, and that's not being uh, you know, hypercritical of anybody. But, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve because there's just so many demands on coaches that assistant coaches don't have to deal with. Uh, so it's going to be not just about hiring Jeff Lobby. It's going to be about who he brings in with him. That's the most important part of this, not just the head coach that has a vision, but the assistant coaches and staffers that can help carry that out and make it a reality. Okay, so with the youth movement, Steve Robertson, um, do you think Selman basically knew – was he the guy from the start and somebody was going to have to blow him away because of the, all the ties and everything you just went through? I think that's a real possibility. I, I'll be honest with you. I think three or four days into the search, just talking to some people you know, in – in that community, they said, you know, Zach Selman said, I kind of know what I want to do, but I want to do a thorough search because I don't want to miss out on a great candidate out here. Uh, so, yeah, he went through the search firm process, went through the interview process. It wasn't like this was all just some kangaroo court thing where it was just going to be levy from the beginning. But I do think it's one of those deals where you go out and you talk to people, and if they don't change your mind about the direction of what you want to do, then you go with your initial thought. And so, yeah, I think Jeff Levy was probably – in the forefront of Zach Arnett, excuse me, Zach Selman's thoughts when uh, he got ready to move on from Zach Arnett. But I don't think that it was just one of those situations where he just went through the motions. I think it was very much a legitimate search. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, are you hearing any, well, are you hearing anything that you believe is close to accurate on who could be on the staff? Yeah, I think one of the first phone calls you make is to Randy Clements, and I'm sure that call's been made. Of course, he's the current offensive line coach at North Carolina and was at Old Miss with uh, with Levy. And, you know, if you talk to people in that circle, and it's so interesting, you know, it's kind of the, it's, it's kind of the same group, like with the Mike Leach tree, right? I mean, all these people are as thick as Steve's because they trade information all the time uh, when it comes to offensive philosophy and attacking other opponents and things like that. And I've had multiple people tell me that, uh, you know, uh, Levy and, and Clements are, you know, just attached at the hip. And so a good chance that he comes in as the offensive line coach, perhaps the run game coordinator, but with Levy expected to call most of the plays, he may be the offensive coordinator in title. We'll see how things shake out. And had somebody tell me yesterday, don't rule out Kendall Browles. And, you know, we're going to vet that out. We'll ask Levy this evening kind of about that. I don't know if he's ready to comment on it, but with, you know, Kendall being a guy that's a play caller too, you kind of wonder how that would work. But, um, you know, J.R. Sandlin's a name that's been mentioned to me as a potential tight ends coach. And so they'll work some things through. D.J. Durkin, of course, uh, is an obvious candidate for defensive coordinator, but I'm told he's not the only candidate that Levy plans to talk to a couple people. Uh, but I do think the staff will largely come together pretty quickly, and I do think there's a chance that some of the – current staff members have a chance to stay on once they have an opportunity to meet with uh, with coach levy who do you think that would be that's a great question I, you know I, I think you know i don't know who all he plans to bring in right i mean because like if i got a job people would have no idea that okay i'm gonna bring in you know bo bounds as head of communications right they wouldn't know that until they have a chance to hear from me but 
I think David Turner is a guy you got to look at. I mean, this is a guy that's got an incredible resume when it comes to developing and recruiting players. Uh, Darcel McBath, well, he didn't have a great year this year. I think they kind of reached the end of a talent cycle. Uh, but, you know, Darcel's done some good things at Mississippi State. Chad Bumpus obviously is, uh, you know, a fan favorite. He's done a really good job on the recruiting side. I mean, yeah, there were some issues at times with wide receivers on the field, and you hope you can kind of coach through that. Maybe having uh, Levy around helps in that aspect of it. But I, I would think those three guys have real possibilities. They, maybe you keep Tony Hughes in some capacity. Um, but, yeah, I, I won't be the least bit surprised if a couple guys get to stay on. But because, you know, that's how it is with first-year coaches, right? We saw it with Dan Mullen. I mean, the university had to help him make hires, including Carl Torbush and, uh, you know, Mark Hudspeth. And Les oh, I look, I, mean, I remember, you know, Byrne, Burns told him he was hiring Hudspeth, and that made – that uh, that gave Dan the red ass, um, as you know. <laughs> but, uh, okay, that'd be interesting. I don't know if any of those are worth keeping um, – Bumpus, I could see for recruiting. They are going to have to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Supplement him as far as on the field coaching. Uh, but but Nick Saban's done it before. I mean, he's had a, as you know, and, and other coaches, Steve, have had guys that are one of the 10 headsets on the field, but they don't coach their position because they're such a good recruiter. Uh, an analyst does. So it's not like this This is some kind of new new thing. Um, let's go back to Kendall Browse real quick. Um, I get where you're going and I get the tie. And of course, you didn't say that it was done by any stretch. I, I think what you said as far as Kendall being a play caller and Levy being a play caller, it would be too many chefs in the kitchen and that's why Kendall wouldn't be interested. That's just my initial reaction. What What is yours? Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, I had somebody hit me up yesterday, an industry peer, and said, hey, don't be surprised if this happens. Well, I mean, it's, there's an obvious connection, right? I mean, you know, uh, Levy's married to Kendall's sister. So, right. yeah, I mean, it, that makes perfect sense that they would at least have a conversation. But I think, again, it's like you got too many spoons in the pot there. Somebody's got to be the you know the overriding factor, and, and of course it's going to be the head coach. But you never know how they're going to structure these things. But you hired Jeff Levy to run his offense, right? You didn't hire – uh, Jeff Lovey to go out and go get another coordinator and let him run his offense, right? So it's got to be people, you know, kind of cut from the same cloth. So in some respects, it makes sense, but in other ways, it doesn't make sense that, that Browse will be there. I mean, he's at TCU now, and of course, uh, Jeff won that battle over the weekend, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, you're going to hear a lot of stuff, but I do think the staff, for the most part, will come together pretty quick. I don't think it's going to be something um, that lingers on, and that's one thing that uh, I was told on Friday. All the days run together after a while, but, uh, Friday talking to some Oklahoma media folks is there is some there will be some people from Oklahoma that come with him and likely some players from Oklahoma uh, that come to Mississippi State you know guys that uh, were recruited by Jeff or have uh, built a good relationship not in any way trying to suggest that uh, they're going to poach the roster I think Venables is going to be okay but uh, there will be some some uh, crimson and cream guys trading in from maroon and white on the coaching staff and likely on the field as well um you know, I think the only way it would work with Kendall Browse, and I, I, I just don't see any way Levy does this at, at his age, especially. 
um, is if he gave Kendall the play calling duties and just became the head coach. But I just think that's so difficult to do when that's kind of who you are and what you're known for, Steve. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, to me, that makes the most sense. You know, Lovey's going to continue to call the plays. That's the reason you went and hired him, right? So uh, I would be surprised. But, uh, you know, nothing surprises me in coaching anymore. I mean, you know, who would have ever thought that, uh, you know, two years ago, Jeff Lovey's coaching the offense at Ole Miss and, uh, you know, wearing those uh, we run the sip socks, and now he's uh, being, you know, cascaded with the noise of uh, cowbells in an airport uh, here just a couple years later. I mean, you know, you just never know who you're going to end up working for or with in this profession. And so, uh, you know, here we are. But uh, there's no point in getting uh, surprised or falling in love with Cody's coaching candidates on the assistant side either because Jeff Lovey's going to hire the guys that he believes that embody what he wants to do as a football program, and that's what he's been empowered to do. With, with the youth movement, um, boy, this is – totally different than a than a Cohen Leach deal. I mean, these guys are jumping around and uh obviously you were there last night, right, at the airport? Oh yeah. Okay, what was it like? It was pretty crazy. I mean, it's like um I mean, I walk up there and we're early, obviously, cuz I I didn't want to have to walk them out of my car after it was over, but um we get there early and uh you know, Bully is there dancing around He's like six six, which is probably the tallest bully ever. But um, and then next, there's, a, there's a DJ out there, and uh, you know things are going good, and all of a sudden the crowd begins to gather, and it was an incredible atmosphere. I mean, you see some of those pictures that came out. We did video of the whole thing, but uh, yeah, you know, it's for free. You can go watch it on our website, Jeans Page. But yeah, there was a different air. You know, I think it's just been after what not just Mississippi State players and coaches have been through. This fan base needed some life, needed some juice. Needed no question. Some, hey, there's change. We got it last night. I mean, just being at that event, for those who couldn't make it, uh, I, I think you missed out. I mean, it's difficult, you know, on a Sunday when Thanksgiving Day weekend, you're trying to get things figured out. But I, I was really impressed with the turnout, but uh, it was just a different vibe. And like when the players took Zach Selman and put him up on their shoulders, I mean, that's not one thing you expect. I mean, it was – it was a wild deal, man, and and um, you know sitting there watching you know Staley Levy cry, you know I mean it was just uh, interesting to watch that family dynamic. We forget sometimes, you know, it's like we get so caught up in wins and losses, we forget there are people here that have families and people that care about them. And it was a pretty special moment, you know, to watch that family uh, and his daughter Cora just kind of like wide-eyed looking around and <laughs> trying to figure out how to ring a cowbell, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a cool experience, and I, I think it's probably the best of those arrival-type deals that, that we've already had at Mississippi State, which says a lot about this administration, trying to make a big deal out of, of things, and uh, we'll have a big deal tonight uh, at the SEAL Complex at 730. I'll be there. Why is it so late, Steve? What, I mean, what is he going out today, and and can he see recruits? Is he going to do a whirlwind tour on the plane? What What's going on? Now, what's dead period starts tomorrow. We're, we're currently still in the evaluation period, and the uh, contact period opens up on December 1st. Uh, I, I would suspect a lot of it's just meeting with staff, you know, kind of, you know, getting on the phone, kind of getting things settled. But, you know, ordinarily we do these press conferences and it's receiving thing, you know, in, in the evening. I don't know what their their situation is. And, Bo, I know you're getting older, so drop some Geritol and come out here and be with us. And, Dude, uh, I'm coming up. I, I'll be thanks. there by 1 o'clock today and – I guess I'll, you know, kick it at Bulldog Burger, two brothers for a little while, and then roam around, and and I'll be there, man. I, I'm I'm gonna 
I'm going to go. I'm look, I was at Leach's. I mean, I know you got all of them, but, uh, and I thought Leach's was, you know, crazy how packed it was. Um, but this, this will be, this is just the energy from two young guys that are under 40 years old. It, it's just, it, it reminds people of Burn and Mullen a little bit, Steve Robertson. It does. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. And uh, the thing about it is, too, is like when you look around this fan base, like there are so many people that care. Right. I mean, and, and it's probably more in our generation than there ever has been. Right. I mean, there are a lot of people that over time just kind of been different. Oh, well, I'll go when they're winning. Now, maybe we'll get the kids a T-shirt for Christmas or whatever. But there are so many people now that are given to the Bulldog initiative and people that are upgrading their tickets and people that are attending road games like never before. And those people want to know that their administration is matching their energy. And, and I think that's what you got last night. It's like, hey, listen, the product we put on the field this year was unacceptable. Uh, we've made a change because we hear you and fans responded. You had a great crowd for Southern Miss. You had a sellout crowd for the Egg Bowl. Uh, so I think that's the main thing is like if I'm investing all of my emotional and financial energy into this thing, I want to know that my leadership cares as much as I do. And I think Zach Selman has answered that call and said, yes, we do. We do want to win and win big here at Mississippi State. And, um, you know, now it's the Jeff Levy administration, the 36th coach in the history of Mississippi State football uh, uh, getting ready to go and another offensive-minded coach. But, uh, yeah, there's things to like and things that concern you about the hire, but that's going to be the case with every candidate. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, this interview is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Uh, amazing burgers and appetizers and a great selection of cold beer, including Key City beer from Vicksburg. Steve, um, you mentioned... All right, so he's going to have to re-recruit some of the roster. Uh, strong rumors that Xavion and Tulu were gone. A hire like this of a young guy. This was 10 days ago, as you know. Um, strong with a young guy who's offensive-minded and has all this buzz and energy. Um, do you think there's a chance that some of the guys that they thought were going to leave, that they actually wanted, could stay? Well, yeah, well, Tulu said uh, just yesterday on his own social media accounts. That, on the uh, Instagram? He, yeah, he said he plans to stay, you know. And we went through that last year, too. You know, it's like, I'm going to stay, I'm going to go. Uh, so, yeah, that's the hard thing you got to figure out. And, and, you know, Xavier Thomas, of course, uh, went in the portal last year. Talky may go in again this year. Last night the discussion was he wasn't going to go in. But, you know, you can't, you can't assume anything at this point. And, you know, it's like, hey, I look at these football highlights on Twitter and I think, man, this is great, but you still have to have a relationship and have a shared vision. And so uh, they'll do some player interviews and things like that. But uh, at the end of the day, no player, no coach, no administrator, no university president, nobody is bigger than Mississippi State. And uh, that's now Jeff Levy's responsibility is to be a caretaker of Mississippi State, a good steward of the scholarship dollars and things of that nature, make sure you have the players uh, that can move this program forward. And so you can't let a player want to go in the portal, hold you hostage. you got to do what's best for Mississippi State, no matter who that player is. Are you hearing any names at quarterback? I mean, he's got to go get one in the p- portal. He's got to have a playmaker dual threat that c- that's ready to go day one for them to even think or dream about being competitive in 2024, especially with that schedule. Are you hearing any, any names that you could share? Well, you know, the, the portal actually opens um, a week from the day. 
right? I mean, of course, it's open for Mississippi State players now because we've made a coaching change. And anybody else who's had a coaching change, they have that, that window, right? Go ahead and get in. Uh, so I think our options today may be different than they're going to be a week from now, right? Uh, Ty Simpson, obviously from Alabama, has ties to Mississippi State. That's been in the in the mix for a while, but uh, he's a guy that uh, may be on the move, and obviously he's got some connections to Mississippi State. But uh, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see somebody from Oklahoma come, you know, off that roster. Um, you know, maybe it's a younger guy. You know, we'll see. But a lot of it's just going to depend on what that portal traffic looks like in the beginning. But obviously there is no question you have to take a portal quarterback. You might need to take two, to be quite honest with you. But um, you got to continue to kind of work through this thing and see what happens. But in order – for this, for next year to be a step up and not just a step forward, uh, you've got to go get somebody in the portal that can be your immediate starter that has some familiarity with this offense and a skill set that Jeff Levy can work with. How do you see the defensive coordinator hire going down? That he'll have one in the next two to three days? I don't think it's going to take long at all. And that's the thing, too, with, with coaches being able to hit the road just in a few days. And you know he's already had some conversations. It's not like, sure. okay, well, now I've got job let me go figure this thing out i mean you know there's probably already been some uh, some conversation and dj durkin is an obvious candidate but again i'm told he's going to talk to a couple guys it may end up being dj durkin it may not be uh, but obviously those guys spent together some time at old miss and they have a relationship but uh, i wouldn't be surprised if he dipped back into the oklahoma well a little bit too on this staff but uh, i don't think this is something that's going to linger on I, I think by the time you and i talk uh, next week, I think the majority of this staffs can be in place. Okay, so where, rank it. Do you have strength and conditioning as the number one hire, or defensive coordinator, or both? Yeah, I, I think both of those are extremely important. I think a, I think the defensive coordinator hire is the most important hire for an offensive-minded coach, just like an offensive coordinator hire would be for a defensive-minded coach, right? But just beneath that, like a sliver of importance uh, is strength and conditioning. And uh, that's one of the things I don't, I don't know what happened this year, uh, but I, I thought in many respects, the team kind of took a step back in that. And that, that's not an any to denigrate anybody else's work. I mean, the results are the results, right? I mean, it's, that's what we're all judged on. It's not about our intentions. It's about what we do. It's about our production. Uh, and so some of the first conversations I had in it, even in advance of Zach Arnett being terminated is that, uh, hey, what's going on with strength and conditioning? So people in the industry were already kind of recognizing that. So I, I would expect a change there. Um, but, you know, we'll see. You may find out that, hey, maybe those guys were hamstrung. I don't know. But I think more times than not that coaches bring in people they're familiar with uh, that they already have a relationship with when it comes to strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. And then if you had to guess portal players to high school graduates over the next few weeks, what do you think that – ratio or or those numbers look like i uh, probably close to 50 50 you know it, it appears that uh, the commitment so far and again it's all brand new right i mean everybody's locked in because they're caught up in the excitement right? sure but once a coach talks to them and works their evaluation there may be some guys leave the class and some of it may not be their choice you know i mean that's just part of the deal but um I think, you know, you've got to flip this roster quickly, right? And so I, I would say at the very least it's probably going to be 50-50 because you're going to have some scholarship spots open up. Uh, you're going to have some guys that uh, leave on their own. There are going to be some other guys you think, you know what, you might have a better opportunity playing somewhere else. And you have those conversations and you're candid with people, and then you kind of figure out what you've got to work with. But, yeah, you're going to have to flip this roster. And, listen, a bunch of high school kids aren't going to make you better next year. Right. right? So 
you've got to go out to the portal and you've got to have a sense of urgency and you've got to get some guys who can come in here from day one. And I don't mean just going and getting backups off other programs either. And, I, and that's, that's one of those things too. When a guy's in the portal, I don't care what his high school ranking was. It means absolutely nothing. It's the first thing people talk about. Well, he was a four star in high school. Yeah, he's been a bench warmer in college. I, I'm not, I have no interest in that guy, right? And I think that's where Lovey's got to go. Is you've got to go get some guys. You know, and Makai Polk is the exception to the rule. I think we'd all agree, right? He was underutilized at Cal and then got into a pass happy scheme here, and really used that to, you know, transform his career. But you know, I don't think you can just go get all these cast off some other programs and say, okay, well, since they played at Alabama or they played at Georgia, they got to be good players because there's a reason they're in the portal in the first place. So you got to go get those guys that are ascending, maybe guys that are coming up from the G5 level that have torn it up and say, hey, I want to go try this thing on the, on the SEC level. Or perhaps somebody, because of a coaching change, leaves a Power 5 program. you got to go get that guy. I can't go get the bench warmer anymore. That's not going to be anything done for me. All right, we'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, the Boneyard Podcast. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Oh, man, the show is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing. Um, executive recruiting firm, number one, Kinetic Staffing. Speaking of recruiting, we're going to do a lot of Kinetic Staffing between now and December 20th. Um, so if you're looking to recruit more talent to your CPA firm, uh, technology company or firm, law firm, uh, business, executive recruiting, kineticstaffing.com, Alan Lang, kineticstaffing.com. Hour number three coming up. Tom Luganville knows Jeff Levy. He'll join us at 930.